Welcome to the Half Court Shot. Today we're going to be talking about the big question, who's going to be getting the 8th seed in the West? In this past one and a half week of basketball we've had since the NBA restart, we've seen a couple of teams shine as well as a couple of teams struggle. As we know, the Phoenix Suns are 5-0 in the bubble, beating teams like the Clippers, the Luka-led Mavericks, and a Pacers team with TJ Warren who's averaging 34.8 points per game on 61% shooting and 56% behind the arc. While on the other hand, the current 8 seed team, the Memphis Grizzlies, are struggling in the NBA restart, losing their first 4 games in the continued season. But now where does that rank them in my power rankings? Well starting off with number 6, I have the Sacramento Kings. After placing the 9 seed in the 2018-2019 season, the Sacramento Kings had a really bright future ahead of themselves looking for a legitimate spot in the playoffs this year. But those hopes were crushed when the Sacramento Kings made a questionable decision and fired coach Dave Yoger and hired former Laker coach Luke Walton to lead the Kings. Coach Jay ran this young Sacramento Kings with a fast and quick play style that caused him to put up quick points in transition as well as fast break points. And after leading an improbable team to the ninth seed, it would seem reasonable to bring the coach back to lead the team next year. But the Kings let him go, hiring coach Luke Walton to take the spot. Coach Luke Walton, who had previously led the Lakers to a horrendous season in the 2018-2019 year, was put in the position to lead an up-and-coming bright Sacramento Kings team to the playoffs. Coming in as a new head coach, he completely ruined their quick play style and changed it to a formal play-by-play sort of routine-like offense. Being one of the worst drafting teams in the NBA, Having a lottery pick almost always means it's going to be a hit or miss. But besides all of that, the reason why the Sacramento Kings are struggling to win games is because their shooters cannot shoot consistently. Buddy Heald and Bogdan Bogdanovich, their two main three-point scorers, have been horrible throughout their first five games in the restart. Watching them play might be one of the most frustrating things in the world. Buddy Heald is wide open from the three and can't knock down a three for his life. Bogdan comes off his screen and just chucks up threes. Luke Walton's plays are designed so that shooters will get open, but the shooters can't knock down their shots. But the fact that Luke Walton has basically suffocated Darren Fox from driving to the paint has definitely hurt the team a lot. All that being said, I don't see the Kings going very far in the playoffs in the near future without making changes to their lineup or their management team, as well as getting rid of Luke Walton. Moving on to number 5, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. The New Orleans Pelicans, obviously moving up in the draft and drafting Zion Williamson is definitely a huge pickup for their future. With young players like Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Jackson Hayes, and Josh Hart, their team definitely has a super bright future ahead of themselves. With multiple year veterans such as Drew Holiday and JJ Redick on the roster, they can definitely help develop the young pieces into future stars in the NBA. That being said, although Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram are great, great players, they just simply don't have enough playoff experience, or any at all for that matter, to do well in the playoffs. Therefore, I am putting them at number 5. In a couple of years, I definitely see the Pelicans team, if no changes are made to their roster, could see them going very, very far in the playoffs, maybe to the Western Conference Finals. 
Moving on to number 4 on the power rankings, I have the San Antonio Spurs. Under the rule of Coach Popovich, the Spurs haven't missed the playoffs in the last 22 years and it's really unfortunate that that streak is about to end. With very old school type players such as DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge, as well as good defenders like DeJounte Murray and good shooters like Derek White, I can definitely see this team putting a couple more pieces together and building a playoff contending team. The chances of the Spurs making the playoffs are obviously slim, but there's always a possibility. And a few things that they can do, or they that, that they need to do, is turn back the clock. DeMar DeRozan needs to play like he's back with Kyle Lowry on the Raptors, and LaMarcus needs to go back to that 20-10 consistent player he was in the 2010s. Derek White has been their diamond in the rough. Averaging 21.3 points per game, 4.8 rebounds, 5.8 assists on 45% three-point shooting in the restart. The Spurs definitely showed some flashes, winning their first two games in the bubble. After losing the next two, it seems that their hopes of making the playoffs have died down, but there's always that chance. They are maybe one piece away from making the playoffs. Now moving on to my top three. Third place team in my power rankings are the Memphis Grizzlies. Yes, I do understand that they are the current 8 seed and I'm not saying that they're not going to make the playoffs. But what I'm saying is they lost their first four games in the bubble. They won their first game against an OKC Thunder team led by a 35 year old Chris Paul. But more than just that, Jaron Jackson Jr., they're arguably their second best player, is out for the season with a torn meniscus. Jaw is inexperienced in the playoffs. Yes, he's a rookie, and yes, he has been doing great, and he is my pick for Rookie of the Year, but he is inexperienced, and just playing against the Lakers, he'll have no chance. Now, to maintain the 8 seed so that he has the advantage in the play-in tournament, he has to lead his team and win a couple more games. He's been doing it all regular season, but I feel like without the help of Jaron Jackson Jr., it'll be a lot harder on John Morant. Within the next two years, I do see this Memphis Grizzlies team making a push in the playoffs with a more developed and better and older John Morant as well as with Jaron Jackson Jr. With the help of veterans like Jonas Valanciunas, I do see this team making a push. For my number two, I have the team that has gone undefeated, the only undefeated team left in the bubble. I have the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are an exciting team to watch with Devin Booker putting up crazy stats every game as well as DeAndre Ayton, the former first overall pick, balling out of his mind. DeAndre Ayton, who was suspended 25 games in the regular season before the shutdown of the league, is finally back and is playing regulated minutes on the team. For me personally, the key for the Phoenix Suns to make it into the playoffs is keeping DeAndre Ayton healthy. People tend to forget how good of a player he is. Considering he is the number one overall, he seems to get overshadowed by other players in his class like Trey Young and Luka Doncic. In this season, he's averaging nearly 19 points a game as well as 12 rebounds. Now, as I clarified before, I'm not saying this Phoenix Suns team is going to make the playoffs over the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies still have an advantage over them, and I feel that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to face the Portland Trailblazers in the play-in tournament. 
but the reason I have the Phoenix Suns ranked higher than the Grizzlies is because if somehow, some way, the Phoenix Suns slip into the playing tournament to face off against the Grizzlies, I believe that the Suns would win the tournament and play as the 8th seed in the playoffs. This 5 game win streak by the Phoenix Suns is the longest win streak since the 2014 season and puts them only half a game behind the Portland Trailblazers for the 9th seed and the spot in the play-in tournament. And last but not least, for number 1 on my power rankings, I have the Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard has been playing like an MVP caliber player, averaging 29 points, 4 rebounds, and 8 assists on 45-39-88 splits. I have the Portland Trailblazers as number 1 on my power rankings because I believe with the healthy use of Nurkic, the team would have been a lot higher in the seeding in the Western Conference. With CJ McCollum having a slow start to the season as well as the loss of use of Nurkic and Rodney Hood, the team has definitely dealt with a lot of setbacks and injuries. And although they had to deal with all those injuries and mishaps, they still had a good enough record to have a decent shot at the play-in tournament as well as with a near perfectly healthy roster. My key points for this Portland Trailblazers team is to keep Nurkic healthy. He's averaging 20 points per game on 11 rebounds as well as 90% from their free throw line, which are all career highs by the way. The second key asset would be Gary Trent Jr., who in his first four games in the bubble, averaged 20.3 points per game and hit 22 three-pointers total, which was the league-leading total. Gary Trent Jr. has solidified himself as a very decent 3 and D player for the Portland Trailblazers, and as he gets more minutes, I can definitely see the team's success going up. And I mean, as for Damian Lillard, what else more can I say than it's Dame time? Damian Lillard has proved himself to be a bona fide superstar in this league, as well as one of the most clutch players in the league, hitting an iconic shot over Paul George last year in the playoffs. He is one of the most clutch players in the NBA, and I do expect more clutch plays from him in the future as well as in this playoff run. Now these are my power rankings of the 6 teams pushing for the 8th seed in the West. I'm your host, Nathan Park, and this has been episode 1 of the Half Court Shot.